brilliantly acrobatic save. Shaq has caught it, Shaq! Starting with an attacking player in the second half, just as the ball kicks off, DJ sticks running with the ball, DJ sticks passes, DJ Stones power, DJ Stones run past Leonel Messi, runs past Cristiano Ronaldo, passes to Fernandino, Fernandino passes back to DJ Stones, DJ Stones takes a shot and he misses, but DJ sticks is there for the rebound and he hits it in and wow! That right there, ladies and gentlemen, is classic play and this is the VAR Show. Welcome everybody. Welcome to another exciting, exciting installment of the V A R Show with your host that does the most, the most electrifying of them all, the one, the only, a DJ Stones. <laughs> And with me here is the one and only, the man who doesn't focus on his intro but wants to get into the show because he wants to talk about football, DJ Sticks. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and boy, do we have a good show for you today. We have yes, a yes, good yes, show. Yes, yes. But before we get into any of these conversations, talks, discussions, TED Talk. TED Talk. Yeah, you know, welcome to my TED Talk. TED, TED, yeah. TED Talks. Let's hit. This, it, I was about to say the news. <laughs> Let's hit the songs. Let's hit the jams. Yeah. Aye. Yeah. Oh, honey. I want to see revival in the streets. Got my Bible play for keys. Hear no evil, see no evil, I don't speak. For nothing. I don't move. For nothing. It's only true. For nothing. Brand new. Chopper, homie. On the block, word of God, like a chopper, homie. Testimony for the gangster and the thugs. Overflowing with my cup, thank you for the blood. Met the plug, and I ain't never been higher. Not the drugs, Holy Ghost got me wired. Out the fire, yeah, I made it out alive. New me, out the casket, I've been revived. 24K shine, man, I've been refined. Tell my bros, get right before the end of time. There's one way I'm breaking every idol. Repenting for America, I wanna see revival. I wanna see revival in the streets. Got my Bible play for keys. Hear no evil, see no evil, I don't speak. For nothing, I don't move. For nothing, it's only true. For nothing, brand new. For the banquet, I practice the recital. Oil in my lamp, man, the flesh suicidal. I don't need the titles, but call me his disciple. Lost my mind, on a cross, not a sock. Carry my cross, man, I follow him daily. Ride for the hood, but the hood never saved me. A cheater, a liar, the Lord, he forgave me. In love with the money, like the money really made me. I was loco, smiling in the photos. Deep inside, all the pain hibernating like an oso. Yeah, I was drowning in the alcohol. 11 years sober now. I wanna see revival in the streets. Got my Bible play for 
So we didn't discuss this in our last show because I was still healing. And boy, did I get to heal because of, you know, what happened on wow, Saturday. come on. So come Liverpool on. beats yep. Man United 7-0. For those who never heard, you know. Breaks um, a record. You know, it was Heaviest seven, defeat in the fixture. You know, seven whole goals. And I, you know, when watching the game and watching the game back. So, you know, games like that, we don't just want to immediately talk about because you need to go back and watch the game, you know. Yeah. And like see and analyze. And I was watching the game and I take my hat off for Jürgen Klopp. Because mm-hmm. what I noticed was that they didn't play us through the center. Oh. So I don't know if you, you heard, I, when we had our discussions, I kept telling you, you know, United can win because our midfield is stronger. Yeah. Casemiro was made into a statue in that game because they never went through the center. They were playing around him. They were playing around our midfield. They are playing around the wing, forcing us to stretch. Brilliant. And it's, it's kind of unconventional because normally your defense, the defense want to make, make you move side to side and back. Yeah. They yeah. never want to let you go in. Mm-hmm. And yet, so that's the, that's the first problem. So the, the first problem I saw was Ten Hag didn't now adapt to that, to the fact that they're not playing you guys down the center. They're trying to get you down the wing. You know, I think that's where someone like um, Wambasaka would have been a better fit than Delote. Yeah. Because no, he would have so. closed down that channel for entirely. Sure. Like, we, right now, we want to force them to come through the center. And that's how we should have played, you know. And even a Malaysia would have Malaysia. been a better... And as you saw it later on when Malaysia came on, and yeah. yes, they still scored, uh, like I think, two goals or three more goals after that. I think it was two goals after that. But it wasn't from that wing. It was shut change. down the wing. Yeah. yeah. And the second problem was on the pitch. And Ten Hag said it perfectly. He saw 11 players lose. Mm. Uh, he's like, he didn't see a team lose. He's like, he saw 11 individual people lose. And that's basically... What was he saying? Eh? Isn't like mindset-wise or... Well, yeah, as in like how they were playing, because oh. this is the same United. The, the, this is the same United squad that picked up the the, the, the Carabao Cup. Yeah, this is the same United squad that after that seven 0 defeat went on to win four one against Real Betis. Mm-hmm. You know. Yes. And the problem was the mindset. And Ten Hag said, you know, after the Newcastle win and the match they played before Newcastle, he's like he wasn't happy with the team. Right, if you go back to the press conferences, it wasn't, it wasn't just saying, because I actually went back to the press conferences and I listened, and he's, he actually, after the post, the post one, not the post pre one. interviews, the, yeah. And he speaks about how he saw problems in the team. And against Liverpool, I think we just saw the manifestation of the problem. So we saw what he was seeing. Yeah, what, he, what could have been prevented before. And I, I, think, I think it was a good beating as well. Obviously, I, I wish it wasn't seven, because now you'll never hear the end of it. <laughs> But it was a good beating that United needed because as good as we, we, we have become, we're not there yet. So there's and, still problems that you guys need to fix. Yes. And what you don't want is you don't want your players to ever have a mindset of we're there. Mm. You know? Going against Liverpool, looking at how you beat them before and looking at how they are coming into the game and you're like, ah, I got this. 
you know, you know, you need to take this as serious as if you're playing Arsenal. That that is true as well. Yeah, we, we saw then, like you said, a couple of games later down the line, where now Liverpool was facing Bournemouth, and maybe they thought we got this. Yeah, and then they lost one nil as well. And that game, I was watching it, and it was it was why well, I didn't I caught it a bit late, and it was quite good. It was a very good game because Bournemouth held like. I think second <laughs> half once they 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 got I think like the fiftieth minute sixtieth minute yeah no that was the seventieth minute where they actually stopped going on full on attack oh my goodness and they sat back oh my goodness and they frustrated Liverpool <laughs> and guess... then the the most I think to add like salt to this to this wound was that they got a penalty Liverpool got a penalty Liverpool got a penalty yeah and. I, I understand, so now there's not controversy around this because they were like, what can the guy do? His hand, his hand was, and I actually have a point on this because there was another match where this actually wasn't given. So basically, as they jumped, they both jumped in the air, right? So he jumped to try and header the ball out. As he's coming back down, a player a couple of yards behind him headed the ball. It hit his hand and then went over the pole. Right? Was he facing the other way? He was facing the up. He was facing the other way, so you wouldn't have seen so the ball. Coming. The ball came behind him. The ball came behind ah, him. Come on, though. Right? But the referee's argument was that it hit his hand, which then added more height, which then allowed it to lob over. We actually don't know if it would have gone straight into the pole. So it basically disturbed the the play, the trajectory of the ball, of the ball. Right? So, which is, I do find hard, very harsh because, again, he's not looking at the ball. He, he's, he can't do anything about that. He's jumping and he's coming back down. So, he's literally coming down and then the ball hits him. But then Salah steps up and Salah, I think in the Premier League, right? In the Premier League, I don't know about outside of the Premier League, has never, right, no way. gone off target. No way. With a penalty. So it's, he's always been on target and it's been saved. I think, think that's only been twice. So worst case scenario, saved. Should have been a save. Oh my goodness. I think he, I think he was trying to score a goal against De Gea. You know, make it eight. <laughs> but De Gea was in Old Trafford. So that ball rocketed out there. Oh! And he missed. Oh man. Oh man. Oh man. You know? Maybe it did get to De Gea. I think the, I think the hair saved it. We don't know. <laughs> and that, this was the first time ever Salah in the Premier League missed. Like clearly, like like not on target. Off target. Missed the penalty. Bad pen. And because oh, of that, it puts Liverpool now in a horrible position. Because you know, um, I think behind them, you can correct me if I'm wrong. It's Brighton and it's Brighton Newcastle, no. I think it's behind them. Okay, wait, let me just... Yes, it's Brighton, Newcastle. It's Newcastle, Brighton. But both teams have a game in hand. In hand. Yeah. Yeah, so it's... So Liverpool is fifth. Uh-huh. Uh, played 26 matches. Hmm. Now, uh, directly behind them is Newcastle, number six, with 24 games. And one point less than Liverpool. Yeah. So if Newcastle wins their next two games... They will be five points ahead of Liverpool. Yep. And Brighton also has 24 games, so two games in hand, 39 points. So if Brighton wins their next two games, Liverpool's going to be seven. seventh. The amount of times they scored United, but you know, no one's it counting. Liverpool, no, 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 no one's counting. <laughs> no, <laughs> no one's counting, which is crazy though. I mean, if I look at this game, 
uh, uh, with Bournemouth, they had 70% possession. Yeah, you know, like 70% possession. When it comes to shots. when it comes to games like that, possession is not really everything. It doesn't win you games. And it all it shows me is that you did nothing with it. <laughs> oh man, honestly. Shots. And now with Liverpool, we, like, where is the problem now? Who do you sack? Do you sack the coach? Do you, do you get more players? You know, I think I personally think they need to sit down and they need to come up with a new project. They need to be honest with themselves and say, look, we're not winning this season. We're not winning next season. We're not winning UEFA this season. It would be nice if we compete for UEFA next season, meaning that we can get as far as possible in UEFA if we qualify for it. <laughs> and let's rebuild, you know? Like, yeah. honestly, if United ended the season out with no trophies, it was not going to be bad. You know why? Because you're rebuilding. Because they're building something. Yeah. You know, and... Um, Actually, I'm, this is going to be a beautiful transition to something else I wanted to talk about, which was the whole... wanted to talk about the, situ- the situation at PSG. Yes. And, you know, the thing with the building... Um, I was speaking to a friend on... I think it was it Saturday night, right? Yeah. And I was telling him that... Because I'm like, if you look at Real Madrid now, I'm not shocked Barca is beating them. Because the Real Madrid team you're seeing now is not for now. Yeah. This is the Real Madrid team that's going to conquer in the next two years, like after two years. Because I'm like, look at if you look at it, until a player is in his early 20s yeah. or he's like going out of his form now. Yeah, like late 30s. So now Madrid is in this transitional period where they're now basically handing the torch over. Mm. So I don't expect them to win a La Liga. Maybe they can pull a, a Champions League because of the amount of experience they still have in the team. And the fact that they are Real Madrid. And the fact that they are Real Madrid. But they're not going to win the La Liga because they're still building their squad. I even told them, Barcelona right now. Barcelona is in a position where they can go like into two different phases. They can go the wrong way. And because of their financial issue, panic buy and stuff. Or they can also take their time and build. Now, obviously, with them, it's a bit difficult because they need the money. Mm. So they need to win competitions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's, it's, it's that thing. thing. You know, it's they, you, they need to build. Gavi, Pedri. Who's mm. the other one? There's Fati. It's Gavi, there's Pedri, there's another one. There's... I'm talking about the midfield. Yeah, the young ones, the younger guys. It's Pedri, it's Gavi. It's Gavi, Pedri... Oh my goodness! And then there's also the defender Ho, uh, Areo, Rojo. Like those players, I can't remember the other player I was thinking of. Those players are going to boom two years from now. They doing. I'm not saying what they're doing now is like I'm like it's like you know when I mean, it's they, like you know when Mbappe was at Monaco, he was doing good things. Yeah. No, but they won. They won. They won that uh, that Ballon d'Or award two, uh, two years in a row. So mm. that's Pedri. This. The other year and then the following year was Gavi. So they, they yeah, they, they. It's they, like what I tell people about Haaland. If Haaland is doing this now, wait until he's twenty-five. Oh my goodness! If he can peak, if he can now, like continue and have coaches like your Pep, who's not going to baby you, you know, who will make you understand that yes, you're a star, but doesn't mean you're everything. You get a big head, you sit I on can, the bench. I, I can use a freaking ball boy to do what you're doing. I can use Alvarez. Yeah. <laughs> You know, and as long as he has those people around him, like when he hits 25, he'll be crazy. But you build a project. Why Man City has been able to be dominant for so long 
is because Man City builds projects. Mm. Like if you look at their transfer market, they're not going around and trying to sign Mbappe. And I think their they're, they're highest profile player they've bought in a while. Jack Grealish. Not even Jack Grealish, was Holland. Oh, wait. Oh, okay. You're talking about like name-wise? Name-wise. And if, if Dortmund didn't have that, uh, that release clause? I don't think they would have gone for him. Yeah. They would have gone for another striker. Because he was going to be worth... Like 150. Like 150 minimum. Mm. And when I look at Pep, like obviously nobody spends like Man City. But no, now. Are we getting there? We're getting there. This, okay. I told you, transitioning oh, oh, into oh, that. Oh, 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 let's not gonna, talk about. You're going to see how it's all going to fit okay. very soon. And like, but you look at the players he buys. He's not just buying players, he'll buy Alvarez, is going to fit in. Not now, but in the future. They will learn. Yeah. Foden is the next 10 years of Man City. Mm. Haaland can be the next 10 years. Whew. You know, and what you're going to start seeing him do now, probably starting from the next transfer window into the, going into the other one. Yes. Outside of people like Palmer, he's going to start getting younger midfielders. In the center now. In the center. Like, like your David Silvers. Yeah, and then they're going to then come in and when you're, Bernardo Silva leaves. De Bruyne. De Bruyne leaves. He's going to have capable midfielders. Because mm. he, what he starts doing is that he builds his project while his current project is running. So when you're at your best, you're also building now. You're also building. Yeah. And that allows you to stay. Look at Bayern Munich. Oh my goodness. Don't talk about Bayern Munich. Do not talk about Bayern Munich. You they, know? They, they. And, and now wow. transitioning. And you look at... And this is why I think... It's not just money that wins you leagues. It's not just money. And like trophies. It's, it's not just it's money. It's projects. And you go now to PSG. And I was speaking with a friend and I'm like, you know, Man City is lucky they got Pep. Mm. Because had they not gotten Pep or a Pep-like manager, because even if Pep leaves now, right, the Man City board should understand by now the importance of backing a manager. Because mm. you have a rich state buying a club they don't really know too much about like managing football yeah and when that happens they look at the club as an asset right it's an asset mm -hmm. what brings the most value from the club and you look at it with the glazers and man united and chelsea and you look at it with Chelsea, Chelsea now maybe N now Chelsea now yeah. Chelsea. I'm talking about now Chelsea with the new owner back and, then and Chelsea the signings. back then Chelsea with uh, the old owner Ramovic. yeah it was a bit different but what happens is now they, they the players are more valuable to them than the coach mm. so what ends up happening is that the coach because when your players run your club players are impatient they are players want results now mm -hmm. mbappe wants to win a UEFA champions league this season while well, he can't anymore you know because he's out because he's out yeah and because now he can't win it this season when does he want to win it next season next season a manager and his ten hag is not out here trying he he wants to win the europa champions league he's gunning for it don't get me wrong i'm not saying he has no intention of winning it right yeah. but his main goal is to build a team strong team a strong team yeah. a team that can compete and now what ends up happening now is now with psg i think one of psg's biggest problems is the fact that they don't they don't build long-term projects 
Yeah. How do or like you can say about Kenya? That's a lie. You know, you look at the players they have. I'm like, okay, you look at the players they have. Let's look at their transfer market, right? <laughs> you know, in the match against Bayern Munich, Chupamote mm -hmm. and Kingsley Coleman are both ex PSG players. Chupamote had one below average season at PSG. He missed a goal that was at the goal line. And he was out of there. Yep. They were like, nope. Kingsley Coleman couldn't break into the first squad from the academy. Which was amazing. Which is amazing. And then you go look the at them at, PS, at at Bayern Munich. Machines. Like, Chupamote looks like one of the best strikers in the world there. No, uh, right now. <laughs> you know? He's hot. He is hot. 33 and years old. What's the difference? Like, you go look at how many players they bought in this past transfer window. Mm. What's the plan with them? Yeah. Like, I, I, I honestly, like, Ramos is a, is a flippant good defender. Messi is a good player. But what's your plan with them? What are you doing? What are you building with them? Mm. Are you trying to win your Champions League this season? Like, if you're trying to win your Champions League this season, you're, you should have been preparing for that two seasons ago. You're not buying players now to win a Champions League now. Mm. Yeah. So basically what you're saying is, like, what's your plan going forward? Yeah, you what, build projects. What young players are you putting around Messi, around Neymar to learn from them? Yeah, so when they leave, because now there's talks Messi might leave, yeah. Neymar might leave. So what you're going to do, you're going to go and then look for two stars and then replace them. No. What players are you building around them? Yeah. And what ends up happening is because you're going, and now what happens is now because then they start losing, and the team, a team, I'll, I'll back what I'm saying up with, because they did it, they, I, they had so much trust in this coach, even when I did, right? But what ends up happening is you, you start losing, so what you do, you fire your, 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 your coach. Mm -hmm. You get a new coach. This coach is not going to be like, okay, what was this last coach's project? No, it's not like, okay, I need to start my project now. And then his doesn't work as well. And then he's going to have to get new players. Best example was Ateta. Oh, I remember that, that bad period where, where, where Arsenal was like... Was losing. We wouldn't even finish a show... Without teasing Arsenal. Teasing Arsenal. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Arsenal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Another, so, uh, another, another example is Nottingham Forest. Nottingham Forest bought, I think, almost 22 players, 25 players this season. <laughs> no jokes. It was ridiculous. No jokes. What no happened jokes. in the beginning of the season? Mm -hmm. They were losing. Oh, my goodness. It was, like, it was going out of fashion. Mm -hmm. Where are they now? Yeah. I don't know if you're looking at the league table right now. They lost yesterday. Yeah, but where are they now? Against Tottenham, but, uh, but they scored, you know? They, they're 14th! They are 14th! And if they, if they had won that game yesterday, they would have, they would have been... Wow, they would have been 12th. And what's the difference? Crazy. They, they gave him time. It looked bad. They gave him time. They gave him time. And then he's... Players finally clicked because remember this guy almost bought a whole new squad or half a squad. They needed time to click. Yeah. Once they clicked, then he was able to start getting his tactics through. And now, and now it's looking good. And now it's looking good. My, will they still go down? They're not at forty points, so the possibility is still there. The possibility is still there. Until you hit forty points or thirty-nine points, the possibility is still there. Our boy James Old Prowse needs, needs to hit forty, man. He's on. His last place. Ish. How can you have the best free kick taker in Honestly, Premier League history? If, if, if Southampton down. goes down, 
James Ward-Prowse was going to end up in an Everton or Nottingham Forest. Aston Villa, come on. Or Fulham. I think a Fulham is Fulham. Good. A Fulham would be good for him. Fulham is eight. Or Brighton. Ooh, even better. He's going to end up in oh, one of those squad oh, teams. Oh, my goodness. Because they'll get him for cheap. And you're getting the best free kick taker. In the world. In the world. Right yeah. now. Right now. Right now. Yes. Yeah. So, just as we conclude, you know, if you, like, you know, if you into, like, managing or football manager or anything, you know, mm -hmm. I think the best thing to always ha understand is have a project a project build a project never get too angry with your team you know liverpool right now just need to build their next project who is the next salah who who's the next midfielders you who know? is the next henderson mm. yeah the next van dyke who's the next van dyke like no that's Kanate. but like bringing people like jude bellingham people like um who's <laughs> another young midfielder oh my goodness there's there's quite a few bringing this that striker for is it sporting the sporting striker. The sporting striker. The guy who was just shooting against um, <laughs> Arsenal. Bring him in. You know, yeah. start building. Yeah. So they've gotten yeah. the attacking yeah. duo yeah. for the next build there. But mm. they now need to build more. Need to build defenders besides Konate. Who, who else is there? Marcus Edwards is crazy from sporting. Which, which, which striker are you using? Is that striker? I think something is in there or is in Benfica, Gonzalez something. Gonzalo. Mm. Gonzalo, Gonzalo. I forgot his Gonzalo, name. Gonzalo. It's either in Benfica or Sporting. Or Sporting. Benfica. 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 Yeah. Mm. But yeah, that is it for us. I hope you guys. I hope you enjoyed the show. I hope Please. you enjoyed listening, Please. and we will meet you same time next week. We'll be back. From me, the most electrifying of them all. Part to be the top goal scorer in our league here. Yeah? <laughs> Signing out. Peace. All the choices you made, did you make them again? again, again. Like what you're listening to? Of course you of do. Course you of course you do. Follow us on all social media platforms and engage with us. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts Apple and, Podcast YouTube. and YouTube. This is Ready On Demand. This is Ready On Demand. What you want when you want it. It's Active FM. Active FM, the Netflix of radio, but better.
Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. 